Hello, Seattle hockey fans. Happy game day. The Seattle Kraken will travel up or have already traveled up to Edmonton to take on the Oilers. We are going to talk about Halloween as in the game that the New York Rangers, did they steal it from the Seattle Kraken? All that and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. Locked on Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. All right, Seattle fans, welcome to another episode of Locked on Kraken. I am your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. Forgive a little bit of the echo. You might notice this is a new setup. I am in my new city for those who follow along. Thank you so much, as always, for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. Uh, but I'm back now, and echo or nah, we are going to talk about the Seattle Kraken, your Seattle hockey team. And this will be a back-to-back for the Seattle Kraken, they played the New York Rangers just yesterday, and it was a tie game going into the third period, but ultimately the Seattle Kraken would drop that game 3-1 to one to the Blue Shirts from my hometown, but no, I've never had an affiliation or affinity specific for any New York hockey team, so... You don't have to worry. I'm not talking with the enemy. But it was Chris Kreider who opened it up. Oh, man. Beauty of a goal. And probably could have had two on Gruby early on. Uh, got the Rangers off to a one nothing start. Then it was Jordan Eberle gets his goal. He gets a goal as a member of the Seattle Kraken. But then it would be Fox and Goodrow in the third to close out the game. But if you hear the Seattle Kraken talk about it, they liked how they played in this game. Um, I mean, we'll pull up the stats here in just a minute, but they felt that it was a, an evenly matched game. They felt that they played to their game plan. So, you know, uh, it's one of those, and you'll hear from Groovy in a minute, um, but it's it's one of those that you know how you played and then you see the end result. And for a lot of people that doesn't match up. So shots on goal, the Seattle Kraken, they were able to get 32 shots on net as compared to only 18 shots for the Rangers. Now there's two ways to take this and I will look at both because I think both are valuable. On the one hand, an issue that we were seeing with the Seattle Kraken in the regular season is that they weren't taking enough shots. So to see them get 32 shots on net, which is above the average that they had been hovering over before getting that first win against, um, or excuse me, that first win at home at Climate Pledge Arena, that first win overall, that was Nashville. But um, they were able to beat Montreal and then beat Minnesota in the Minnesota Wild. And the last update that you got from me was when we did a live stream with Seth Tupel, the Locked On Wild host. That was a lot of fun. Had a lot of technical difficulties, but we still had a lot of fun on that one. And we were talking about some of the things that those two teams were evenly matched in and that it was kind of going to be a statement win. Now, the game against the Rangers, totally different. Obviously, the Rangers, the Rangers, excuse me, in the National Hockey League, 
are a tried and true and tested franchise, have not been successful as of late, and kind of came into the season with a bit of a chip on their shoulder, wanting to show that they can be rough, they can be tough, and that they can be a skilled team. Once again, so there was a lot to prove for the Rangers as compared to the Seattle Kraken. Everything's brand new. They're still figuring things out in very real ways. Uh, but again, they had the shots. Uh, they um, stayed out of the box. Penalty in minutes four to eight um, compared uh, comparative to the Rangers. So uh, now what the Rangers did is on those 32 shots on goal, um, what you saw is that there were un- also 21 blocks. So the Rangers were able to push away 21 shots that the Kraken put on net. So now the Seattle Kraken are getting into the habit of shooting, but are they shooting directly into the body of the goaltender or of the defense? They're going to have to figure out how to be a little bit tricky, be a little tricky with the puck. That's where uh, precision passing comes in. I've seen in preseason a little bit of that. Then it fell by the wayside in the regular season. A lot of lines have changed, et cetera, et cetera. And speaking of, we found out just yesterday, and we heard Dave Haxel talk about this a little bit post-game, but um, you had uh, Jared McCann that went into COVID protocol along with one of the coaches for the Seattle Kraken. Haxel said, very much what some, we heard some of the other players say that unfortunately this is something that they're going to have to get used to. It's been something that's been part of the league for the past two seasons. Of course, those seasons were adjusted heavily and mightily because of COVID-19, but this is just something that they're going to have to get used to. Um, so that's what you have there. Um, coming up next on Locked on Crack, and we're going to get a little bit more into Edmonton. But uh, I do want to have you hear a little bit from Grubauer. I thought that first that first goal that he gave up was nasty. Oh, I was like, you know, you, what, do, what can you do? But also early on in the game, and Dave Haxtell alluded to this, but they weren't – the Seattle Kraken was not good in transition. And there were a few times that Gruby got – exposed and either had to make a good save or there were a few shots that not quite confident that he saw at all and they just weren't on frame and so you know the Kraken were no worse for the wear anyway I wanted to take you to what Gruby said Philip Grubauer starting goaltender for the Seattle Kraken what he said after the 3-1 loss to the Rangers last night at Climate Pledge Arena yeah I think overall um, those are all the right things we needed to do you're going to win some games you should lose. You're going to lose some games you um, should win. And I think this one was one of them. I think um, we stayed out of the box. Great penalty kill. Their power play is uh, um, really dangerous. We didn't capitalize on our chances, but overall, I think uh, we did a pretty good job. So, again, that's Gruby essentially saying, that's hockey, baby. So, you know, he felt that the team did as good of a job as they could do. And the numbers, I think, show that. But I think what I would say is that although the Seattle Kraken were doing a lot of the right things and doing it more consistently, the New York Rangers were able to expose when the Kraken weren't. Um, And again, that was in the first period. Dave Haxtell, the head coach for the Seattle Kraken, felt that, if anything, when going back to the drawing board, it was that first period that he was not pleased with their play. Well, they got a goal early on and really put a lot of their shots up 
against Gruby in that first period. But coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit more about the game that's going to happen today in just a few hours. And then later on in the show, I'll get you prepared for what to expect this week on Lock on Kraken. Things got a little bit out of sorts last week. I'll talk a little bit more about that later on the show, but I'll get you what to expect this week and what the Seattle Kraken have coming up this week. And that's all coming up next unlocked on Kraken. But first I have to tell you about direct TV stream. Now, does this sound familiar? You've got, you know, one device that lets you catch the game live. Another one that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friends login for all the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about something that can help you eliminate the clutter, focus on all the entertainment you love and that it can do without any of the hassle. That's where direct TV stream comes in. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies, shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever. No need to remember all those random passwords. You're good to go. You're getting ready, getting rid of the clutter, excuse me, and the confusion and getting your TV together. That's of course, with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. Again, that's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Okay, so I told you we're going to get ready for Edmonton. And so when we look at the standings, um, and of course, Edmonton is a division rival right now. And let me show you this on, um, I'm going to share my screen here so you can see what we got going on, um, NHL.com on the standings. So we're talking, of course, the Pacific division. Let me just get rid of some of this other stuff. We don't got to worry about that. Um, but we're talking, uh, right now, Calgary sits at the top of the table, followed by Edmonton, San Jose, Anaheim, Vegas, Los Angeles, and then Seattle Kraken in seventh place. So now, let me get rid of this for you. So now I've been telling you that the betonline.ag odds have the Seattle Kraken being able to finish in this top three. But if that's going to happen, we've got some work to do. Right now, three wins. Of course, that was two back-to-back wins at home. So officially, technically have their first winning streak, but not quite enough to get to the top of the table, um, you know, seven points on the board. So right in there in the mix with, um, you know, a, it's a three point spread to catch up to San Jose, but you know, Edmonton now we're talking five points and, you know, uh, with Calgary, they're sitting at the top of the table. And if you remember, we've had, um, from, from, uh, the athletic, we had the amazing Haley Salvian who talked about that, um, you know, that was a last season, that being that there was a team together in Calgary that was expected to do this, to do what we see them doing this season. You know, did COVID impact that? We'll see. But with Seattle, the issue is that it's a brand new team. I did expect some growing pains. I do think, though, that there are some things that the Seattle Kraken should know better than to do. And getting a a late start is a little bit of an issue for Seattle. They're a little bit, um, I don't know, shell-shocked, shall we say. And that's something that they can't afford to do. 
they cannot afford to do against this team. That being, of course, the Edmonton Oilers. So some other things to keep in mind when it comes to Edmonton, um, you know, this is a team that has met a lot of success. And then, of course, you've got the big guns in the lineup. Um, and so you've got, you know, Connor McDavid and Leo Dreisdottel that are, are killing it. Um, McDavid is leading, and I'll pull this up for you as well, but McDavid is leading the Edmonton Oilers in points overall with 11 points. I mean, scoring machine. This guy knows how to score. And, you know, that's a place where uh, Seattle, if we're being quite honest, is struggling. Um, then you look at Dreisdottel as a center in five goals. Uh, uh, we see the assist leaders here, but look at the, look at the disparity. You've got a defender, a defenseman for the Seattle Kraken leading in points, uh, Brandon Tenev leading in goals. Um, and then Yanni Gord leading in assists. Um, but you know, we've got Nugent Hopkins with three times as many. So, um, plus minus about the same. Now here's another thing that we got to look Kassanen. Koskinen, excuse me, um, with a 9.34 save percentage, allows on average 2.26 goals against. Uh, here's where we have Gruby, 0.896, excuse me, as a save percentage, and allows about 2.82 goals per game. Um, however, we're not going to get we're not going to get Gruby. It's going to be Joy Decord, and that was confirmed by Dave Haxtell earlier today at Morning Skate in Edmonton. Also said there are a few other things in the lineup that will change. I mentioned that McCann is out, but it sounds like also there's a little bit of experimentation that's going to happen. So I'm excited to see what that means. I I will say though, and um, we'll talk about this when we um, in the next segment when we talk about what's coming up, not just for Locked On Kraken the show, but for the Seattle Kraken for the remainder of the week. I I kind of want to see I kind of want to see um I want to see the Seattle Kraken start to settle in. I want to see them start to settle in to what their roster is going to be because the big thing has been chemistry. And we've been saying, oh, it's a new team. They got to build chemistry. They got to build chemistry. Oh, it's a new team. You know, things are going to take time. Well, things can only take time to a point. I mean, at some point they got to let the guys play and who's going to play together has got to play together. And, you know, it's not necessarily happening. Um, but before we get to that, I do want you to hear from Adam Larson. Now, as you, I'm sure, are aware, the Seattle Kraken are an expansion team. There was an expansion draft. So some of these players are came from the expansion draft. Some of them came in free agency. But I want you to hear a little bit from uh, Adam Larson. Again, the team arrived in Edmonton last night after the game against the Rangers. So they did their morning skate in Edmonton. But here is Larson returning back, talking a little bit about um, returning to his old barn compared to his new barn and how many of his former teammates he's spoken to. So let's let's hear from Lars. You're largely an unpleasant guy to play against. So do you think that uh, it won't take long before some of the forwards on the Oilers are just about sick and tired of Adam Larson? 
Well, I'm not really sure. We lost Larson there. <laughs> but he was he was talking about, uh, you know, or he was going to talk about, um, you know, getting it from his teammates and uh, talking about that he's expecting that they're going to come at him hard. He was also asked about, you know, what are the – what are the secrets to stopping Connor McDavid? To which, of course, everyone laughed. Uh, Larson, though, said that that's something that people have been trying to figure out. But he's a good player. He's a skilled player. And so it'll be on the Seattle Kraken to be disciplined and to find ways to shut down other people. But speaking of, Darnell Nurse got a nice extension with Edmonton. I know from just passing around the league that people have a difference of opinion on nurse and his contract that notwithstanding Darnell nurse, the brother of Kia nurse, who is with the Phoenix Mercury and uh, her team at least played in the finals. Kia went down with an ACL injury, but anyway, today he could tie Steve Smith for most goals by an Oilers defenseman. That would be if he gets a goal today, Darnell nurse. Uh, and that would be, a career 46th goal for nurse, which would tie him with Steve Smith. So just another player in the arsenal to be mindful of as we take on uh, the Edmonton Oilers, not for the first time, but for the first time in the regular season when it counts. So coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'll see if I can get that Larson clip working again. If not, let's talk about what to expect for the rest of this week, because I think the Seattle Kraken need to get back to practice. But before we do that, let me tell you, of course, about Built Bar. And let me, you know, we just came off of Halloween. Next up is Thanksgiving. This is a snacker's treat. I love candy and I love side dishes. But in order to keep my waist in check, I think I'm going to switch it up. And instead of all of the yummy desserts, all of the pies that I know are going to be available, I'm going to check out my good friend's Built Bar. It's the perfect time now to incorporate Built Bar as your new holiday dessert. It's something delicious and something that you can feel good about. Replace the coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar. Eh? What about that? Or go for a raspberry built bar instead of raspberry pie. Uh, you know, I'm all about the cookie dough chunk these days. So remember, these are low calorie, low carb, high or high protein and low fat snacks, all 100% covered in real chocolate. There's nothing like built bar for Black Friday. Also, if you're already thinking about your plans, you're routing out your map. You know where you want to go? Make sure you tuck in the Built Bar snacks so you don't get fatigued. Uh, so mark your calendars and make sure you put in your Built Bar order now so that you get 15% off your next order at Built.com using promo code LOCKED15. Remember, use promo code LOCKED15 at Built.com for 15% off your next order at Built.com. I'm going to put in my order I hope you put in your order as well. And as I like to say, as always, happy snacking. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up with just some news pieces. Um, I mentioned in passing, and my apologies, but I was relocating. So soon we'll have the new studio all set up. I must say I already like how the lights are looking in here much better. Oh, 
focus. There we go. I like how the lights are looking in here much better. This is a different color on the wall and I just feel like the light bounces. I don't even have my full setup yet and I'm liking how it's looking. So I like the lights. I have some lights, hair lights while I'm wearing a hat today, but I've got a hair light now because the setup's a little bit different. I do want to eliminate the echo, but I've got to put some of my stuff up on the walls and, and whatnot. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, anyway, enough about home decor. Maybe we'll talk about it on another show, but I owe you a few things. So I want to make sure to get the full interview with Sharon Williams up. She is the voice, the voiceover artist that did the expansion draft video, which I absolutely love. And I had a fantastic guest, the one, the only Blake Bolden. And I'm gutted that for a lot of tech issues that we had, even on the back end with, anyway, the streaming service that we use and the, the locked on account, it, it's just kind of when it rains, it pours. I don't know. I might need to check with Marissa and Jemmy. Were we in some kind of mercury retrograde? Because if so, it definitely impacted the tech. Either way. I'm going to get you that interview with Blake Bolden. That's going to be Wednesday's show. And the reason I want to do it on Wednesday is because coming up, the Seattle Kraken, you know, their schedule is um, it's going to slow down a little bit here. So they have the game tonight, obviously, and then they have a few days. And in those days, I think they need practice. Yeah, I'm saying it. We talking practice. Any Allen Iverson fan? Oh, we talking practice. I thought that was the most ridiculous rant, by the way. Like, I know he's very famous for it, but like, yeah, bro, we talking, we talking about practice. Anyway, today they have the game, 6.30 PT time uh, against the Edmonton Oilers. Then they have Tuesday and Wednesday off before hosting Buffalo. And then they have off on Friday before going out to Arizona. Former Pacific Division team no longer in the division because I guess as – Locked on uh, Coyotes host, <laughs> Robin will tell you, we kicked them out. But then they take, so they take on Arizona. And then the next big test on the road is the Golden Knights. And if you watch on YouTube, if you listen to the show, you know I have thoughts about the Golden Knights. Um, I'm sure everyone compares us to the Golden Knights, but I think we have a chance to win a Stanley Cup before the Golden Knights. But in order for that to be true, we got to pick up some points here. So, yeah, we talk in practice. What I want to see is what lines roll out for the Seattle Kraken tonight. And then I want to see some consistency. We've been saying that this team needs consistency, and now the lines are getting changed. I know, I know. COVID, you can't do much about that. The COVID protocols, the COVID protocol. You got my can on the COVID protocol. You got to change that. Players in and out of the lineup because of injury. I get that. But this is a little bit more than just that. There's some changes. There's some tinkering that's happening. That I, On the one hand, I guess you want it to happen early, but on the other hand, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out a little bit, all right? I want to see... I want to see a little bit of consistency. I want to see this team be able to settle in. Sometimes you got to ride the wave. And uh, so if we're going to shake it up, let's do it. Let's do it while you have some days to theoretically get practice in because they play Vegas next Tuesday, so a week from tomorrow. Then they have uh, Wednesday off before hosting Anaheim. Then they have Friday off before hosting Minnesota once again. So by the time they hit Minnesota, I'd really like to see them get two, three wins minimum. 
Edmonton's going to be a big task for this Kraken team. Now, the the players will tell you fatigue's not going to be an issue. They're used to -to back-to-backs. They're pros, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I'm curious to see how they come out tonight, though, knowing that they feel they played a complete game and still didn't get the dub. They still didn't get the dub. Is this going to be a Seattle Kraken team that's like, oh, man, we did everything we could do. What what do we do now? Are they going to be like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. We needed to win that game. We're not We're not going out here playing the way that we did and losing. That's just not going to happen. I don't know. I don't know. And at any given time, all of us, right, even as humans, one day you're like, oh, I should have won that game. I'm so distraught. What do I do? And another time you're like, whoa, not losing again. I'm not doing it. And you go a little, you know, like a little, you get a little deep into it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to expect yet from this Kraken team. I think they could easily slide into the, well, we did everything we could. I don't know what else to do, but I'm hoping that they flip the switch and it's like, you know, put on the blinders, no excuses. We're getting this win, hell or high water, hook or crook. But I don't want to see them in the penalty box. All right, be smart. Be smart. Um, because it's not a team, Edmonton, that is, that you want to uh, have on the power play. And actually, Dave Haxtell and a few of the guys talked about that. So that's what's coming up for the Seattle Kraken. Oh, 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 I cannot forget this. I talked about this. The last show that I pre-recorded that actually went live was me talking about the announcement. There's going to be an announcement this week about the AHL team. And actually, let me pull this up on my phone quickly. Um, Because I closed out the window. But also, the Oakview group named um, a few people to their executive executive group for the Coachella Valley. I think I said Sun Valley also in that video. So, like, sorry about that. That was a mistake. It's not the Sun Valley. It's the Coachella Valley. But Oakview Group, they grew their team. They named a few more executives, including legendary women's hockey coach Shannon Miller, who I know now lives out in the California area. I've interviewed her recently to do a history of um, Minnesota Duluth and the first NCAA Frozen Four. I'll, I'll give you the link in the show notes. But... Lots of history there. Was the head coach for Hockey Canada for the first ever women's Olympic tournament. Did I mention I'm covering the Olympics? I'm very excited about this. I'll talk a little bit more about that when it's not a game day. Anyway, Shannon Miller coming on as vice president of branding and community relations. Philip Ransford coming on as vice president of operations. Rich Franklin coming on as senior director of corporate partnerships. And Arturo Avillas as community engagement manager. Also, this week, we're going to get the announcement for the AHL team that's going to play in the Coachella Valley. I will link to that other show that I did, I guess, a week from today. I guess it would have gone live a week from today where I'm not wearing my Phoenix. I don't have anything Elon Phoenix on right now, or I do have my acorn. That's a that's an Elon thing too. I'll tell you about it some other time. But anyway, um, will it be another mythical creature. And if it is, why is it going to be the Phoenix? And why am I going to be so happy? And why am I just going to believe that I was meant to cover the Seattle Kraken and all of their affiliates? I'm just saying, 
I don't know that that's what it's going to be. I think I talked about being like slightly mildly disappointed, maybe even a little bit embarrassed if that's not what happens, but I'm holding on to hope. I think it makes sense. You go from one mythical sea creature to a mythical firebird, land and sea, water and fire, two of the elements. All you need is earth and wind and you got a band or, you know, the what are they, the planeteers, Captain Planet type stuff going on. I think it's great. There's so many different ways that you can go with that, even if you're not a hockey fan. If you played for a team that's the Phoenix, you're going to want to root for a Phoenix hockey team. There's a soccer team named the Phoenix, and I forget exactly where they play right now, but I just love their branding because I love the Phoenix. Let's go, Kraken. Do the right thing. Do the right thing by me because that's what's the most important part here, right? (laughs) I'm kidding. Or am I? Either way, (laughs) we're going to talk more about that. Uh, I'll get you ready for the announcement that's coming up later in this week. And then, of course, next week we'll talk about the game, get ready for the game against the Golden Knights. We'll then know for sure what the AHL affiliate name is. Then I can give you also some ECHL updates. I'm here in Tulsa. The Tulsa Oilers play here. I didn't make it to the game on Saturday, but um, the uh, Kraken affiliate rolls through – I want to say maybe December or January. I got to double check, but I'll let you know all about that. So even though I'm in Tulsa now, not New York City anymore, there's still plenty of hockey. We're going to do all the hockey. We're going to talk about the Seattle Kraken, but I will return later tonight. Make sure you're following Locked on Kraken. Let me put this up here for you for those watching on YouTube. Follow us at Locked on Kraken because right after the game, I'm going to give you my thoughts, my reactions, we call them locked on now. So they'll be on the YouTube channel. It will be um, on all social media. Make sure you're following at locked on Kraken. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you. As always for making this your first listen, locked on Kraken, your first listen, we're back on track in a new studio with your host with the most, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And because you made this your first listen, now we want you to head over to Locked On Fantasy Hockey as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Make it your second listen of the day as host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey experience and insight every day to help you win your fantasy hockey league. With everything, just like with everything, I should say, on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is absolutely free for you to enjoy, and you can find it anywhere you listen to podcasts. And of course, you can find a lot of our shows on YouTube as well. But for now, I'm going to tell you what I always tell you, especially on a Seattle Kraken game day hold fast, stay true, and let's go Kraken. I'll see you tomorrow, folks. <laughs>